What's good, everybody? My name is Gentleman Jug. And I'm Son. And welcome back to another Gentleman Jug cast. This is episode 60. 60? How you doing today, boy? I'm, a, I'm good. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. We got another movie to talk about this week. What's that movie this time, boy? Oh, it's Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, the classic. Maybe one of the best Batman <clears throat> movies. Like, of all time. Of all time. I mean, how can you not like it? It's got Batman and Robin. And Robin. <laughs> um, look. It's pretty good. It's fine. It's fine. You know, I got... I, I We're going to get into all of that. But first, we got something else to talk about, son. Moral wrestling. Take me there, son. So, uh, I guess, you know... Bray Wyatt's back. Well, I mean, we knew he was back, but he's back and he's doing stuff. I mean, the rumors were true. Yeah. In this particular instance, but how often are they true? I could never. Doesn't usually happen yeah. where the rumors are true. Like everyone's been saying Ryback's coming back and hasn't happened yet. No. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> I'm glad I don't need Ryback in my life. I don't, I don't, I never liked him from before. I, I never liked him at all. I, I don't give a shit if you hear this, Ryback. I don't like you. <laughs> I know someone who likes his theme song, though. His theme song? Yeah. When he comes out? Ugh. <laughs> the, the, the character was, was all wrong for me. I never liked Ryback. I never, I'm never gonna like him. I never will. I didn't like him when he was Skip Sheffield. I don't, I, I don't like this motherfucker. that's just how it is you know and if he wants to go back into wrestling he shouldn't but if he wants to good for you dude good for you so uh you know Roman Reigns hasn't really been here for a little while but he's coming back for crown jewel against Logan Paul you know look I'm enjoying the story of the bloodline with the dissension in the ranks of the bloodline which I don't know how Sammy Zane, you know, if I if I'm Jay Uso, yeah, I'm like, who the hell does this motherfucker think he is to sit there and freaking come in like he's family and try to tell me what to do? And then Roman Reigns puts him in charge of me for some reason. I don't know, man. The story is getting pretty good, and I'm liking it. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not hating it. You know, just watching how it's going down. I don't, I mean, I, I really feel like I see Jay Uso, like, betraying the bloodline, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen at all. With Vince, you could kind of predict this shit. Vince would be like, oh, yeah, he's not really going to betray them. It's going to be Sami Zayn. They're going to they're make him think that they were betraying him the whole time, but it, no. No. With the Triple H, or I guess Father H, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I saw some reports apparently people don't like the term father h so i'm just gonna say it a hundred more times <laughs> okay um also i something i thought was interesting with austin theory is i watched a little bit of nxt and he showed up there and he's like well you know i could always cash in on you braun breaker if austin theory cashes in on braun breaker austin theory is not going to be a famous wrestler i don't think so um, I think Triple H is like, 
I don't really want to use this briefcase, but I need to use it because... I mean, it's on this guy, and I can't just take it off of him, and he knows he can't lose it. And he has until WrestleMania to get it done, or at least next Money in the Bank, right? So he's like, I guess I... He's like, I guess I'll have to use it. He'll be the first ever one to cash in on the NXT champion. I just don't think that... I mean, I know that Triple H does not like Austin Theory. I get it. You know, you don't like... Every, you don't have to like everybody. You know, it's fine. But I'm just seeing it as, like... He's trying to clear up Vince McMahon's mistakes over the the decades, really. Yeah. And it for me, it's turned into really good wrestling. I actually look forward to watching Raw and SmackDown to see what happens, you know. Uh, so me seeing Alex, I want to say Alex Riley, it's Austin Theory. <laughs> uh, me seeing Austin Theory, I just, I just, I don't, I don't see it. You know, I don't see that Triple H is all about this man. He's like, you gonna go on NXT 3.0. I mean, this dude's lost every single match he's been in (laughs) since Triple H took over. He's been, like, attacked by, like, 20 people and, like, losing every single match and everyone's beating him up. Yeah. He's just, like, as funny as he's taking all of, like, his guys, like Kevin Owens that he supports, he's just having steamroll Austin Theory. Yeah. That's kind of funny. This man is not winning anything. Even had him get knocked out by uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, he's not winning nothing. And so I don't even... It would make more sense for him to win against Braun Breaker. I get that. Especially since, you know, the actual champion is nowhere to be found. How can he cash on somebody who's not there? He's He's gotta run... He's gotta go up to Roman Reigns' island on, like, a boat. He's gotta... He's gotta freaking be, like near like he's got a shadow roman reigns all over the world and then just like right when he gets a chance to where like there's no bloodline because there's like how many of these people are there's like six of these motherfuckers now so he's gotta wait for like roman reigns to just be on a beach by himself and then he's gotta like like already beaten up and everything by like uh, yeah and then cash in like the 24 7 championship you know Anywhere, anytime. That's that's the only way he's getting those, those belts. And he's I don't think he's getting those belts. Nobody's even talking about this man. Nobody's even thinking about this guy. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. And what's funny is that even during, like, when Mr. Man still kind of had control and Austin Theory looked like he was going to go up against Roman Reigns, Roman, like, Roman Reigns like, I don't care who you are. He's like, it's like, it doesn't matter. You don't even know what you're doing. It's, I don't think Austin Theory is going anywhere, son. That's just going to be how it is. I think Braun Breaker is who you're going to have to take out because Roman Reigns is nowhere to be found. Ugh. It's like you're not going to – Logan Paul's not going to beat Roman Reigns badly enough for you to cash in. I, I don't think Logan Paul's doing shit. I, I I really, truly hope that Logan Paul just freaking comes here, gets his ass with – look, it's going to be one of those matches where Logan Paul's going to – he's going to have his match. He's going to fight Roman Reigns. He's going to – He's going to get some good shots in. Everybody's going to sit there and keep saying the whole, you know, uh, he gets – he. what if he's that one guy to get that one shot type of deal that I just – I've been hating it the I whole mean, time. Every time he's like, that one shot, man. You know, that one shot, man. What if it's me? It's not you, okay? Uh, it's not you. It, I, I don't even know who it will be. <laughs> but it's not you. <laughs> um, I, I really think Logan Paul, he, he he's a good wrestler which is shocking to me. Um, but I think that if he really wants to have an impact there, he should have came in as a heel. Yeah. And he shouldn't be going up against the Universal Championship 
you know, at all. I know that should be safe for Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny is the guy who we want to have that. It's just, <laughs> it's just like all these people who are in WWE right now who are whipping ass, who have been wrestling for like you know years, <laughs> you know. They have been waiting, dreaming for a chance to freaking go to a heavy, heavily viewed pay-per-view to freaking, you know, uh, become a champion or a potential champion or get a title shot. Cesaro was there and he got a title shot on his way out the door, but he got one. Yeah, Logan you know? Paul's like, all right. So. I'm just going to come in, take a couple classes, and boom, I got it. I'm like, I don't think you deserve it. <laughs> you know, but... I'm sure he'll put on a decent match and we'll all say, hey, it's it was great and blah, 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 and we'll move on. And then hopefully we'll just forget about that as, you know, Roman Reigns loses to somebody legitimate, like probably Cody Rhodes. That's probably who it is. I mean, he he's the last guy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's him and Seth Rollins that I have left on my list of people who can beat him. It's like if if he if he somehow like manages to beat Cody Rhodes, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, it's never ending at this point. It's probably going to be Cody Rhodes. I mean, a lot more hope is running out that it's actually The Rock. Yeah, I, I never thought it would be The Rock, and I still don't think so. I, I want to say that I didn't think it was going to be The Rock, but, you like, know. Like, that would like, be really <coughs> Like, I like The Rock, but, like, the whole point of the title reign is to build up somebody else that's, like, going to be there. If, if if you have the rock beat him, it doesn't do anything for him. He's already a star. I mean, the the idea that I was thinking was that you know, like the rock himself would have to be the head of the table because he's the most successful of that family. Yeah, you know, and then here comes Roman Reigns saying that he's the head of the table because he's the most successful. But yet, if anybody had the ability to to challenge that it would be the rock now i don't it's been a while since he's last wrestled i think the last time he wrestled was against um eric rowan was it eric rowan yeah it was like it was like five seconds rock bottom done but the real the real last night but he lost his title though and like once he lost his title that was it oh then that was against john cena yeah it had to be john cena because john cena then went up against brock lesnar you know and randy orton and all that shit but uh (laughs) <laughs> the Rock hasn't really fought since that time, you know, so I don't know if he still has the moves. I mean, he's got the body for it still, but I don't know if he still actually has the moves to do it. It's been a while, but I then thought that, you know, 10 years ago when he came back, so. And he could still. He still had it then, you know, but 10 years have passed, I guess, since that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he still can do it. Is he going to be able to do a kip up? Is he going to do a Drew McIntyre kip up? Is he gonna freaking you know rock bottom? I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they couldn't have done that, but they just didn't do it. And you know, I whatever. He, I think he could still do a people's elbow though. <laughs> if there's one thing he could do, it's that. <laughs> yeah, just people el- people's elbow Roman Reigns the whole time. <laughs> big move, big move, which is all the people's elbows. <laughs> yeah. Um, what just, else you I got? Just boy? pretend it's like an F five from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> What else you got, boy? Um, well, I think um, there was that rumor of CM Punk showing up in WWE. And that's, I... a, that's a new rumor. I mean, look, CM Punk and Triple H didn't get along. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Uh, I don't see that happening. If but... that happens, I'll be like, huh. 
look, I, I, I'll sit there and just like be surprised like everybody else. I don't see that happening, but if it does happen, that's fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's going to have to listen to what CM Punk's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what Triple H says. He's like, yeah, yeah, you listen to me. That like, you will now do what I'm telling you to do. I don't want to hear any of your fucking bitching. He's like, otherwise you're out of here too. Yeah. You know, and Father H has been doing great. Yeah. You know, so I'm pretty sure that it's going to be one of those situations where, like, if CM Punk does show up, because it seems like they have, like, an, a superstar come back or show up once a week now. No. So. <laughs> it's basically they AEW and WWE switch roles. Pretty much, we're but, just... like, we're more, I'm, I've been more excited about what's happened at WWE than I have been for AEW. I'm I'm glad Dean Ambrose showed up over there. I'm glad he did things, or, or I'm sorry, John Moxley. I'm glad he's doing things over there and, th- and stuff like that. I don't think he's coming back, but you know, Vince McMahon is not is no longer in charge. It's Father H now, so so it's like anyone anything can really happen now. Yeah, so if CM Punk would be the wildest one, I'd be like, all right. Like, you're really doing something. Like, did you guys bury the hatchet? Is CM Punk going to freaking play ball and kowtow and freaking lose like he's supposed to and quit acting like the bitch he is? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> I'll be like, if that happens, I'll be like, okay, then. We'll see. You know, I mean, he has an ego like I have an ego. If I was him, I probably would have walked in the locker room and said, hey, I'm locker room leader now as well. You know, that's just how I am. <laughs> right to the Undertaker. Right to the Undertaker. Right to his fucking face. Like, hey, <laughs> Undertaker. I'm locker room leader now. <laughs> There's no way in hell that would have happened. That would have worked. People would have just been like, get the fuck out of here, Jug. You'd be like, you'd be like get out of here. Shut up, Jug. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I just, even though I was serious, I got to play it off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just joking, man. <laughs> then walk out and go cry in a bathroom. <laughs> oh, uh, Seth Rollins has a title now. Well, it's about time, you know. I saw him win it, which, you know, because Brock Lesnar came back. Yeah, I mean, you know, we thought this man was dead because I saw him get, like, destroyed by the bloodline and then buried and stuff. There was a tractor and everything, and I'm like, all right, this is Yeah, but he came back out after that and got back in that fucked up ring and, you know, waved his hat to everybody. I thought he was done. He's like, Mm -hmm. all right, bye, guys. And then he does the Undertaker thing. He's like, no. I'm not done. But he's back, you know. And look, Brock Lesnar has plenty left in the tank. I'm sure he can go. He can still go. So, but it, I'm glad he's not fighting Roman Reigns yet again. And I'm glad he's not going for a championship title reign where he's not going to be around. Wouldn't that be stupid mm-hmm. if, like, we get to the Royal Rumble and, like, he eliminates The Rock and he's like, all right, guys, Roman Reigns. <laughs> I, I, I would be upset. I mean, the Royal Rumble's my favorite match, so. Oh. One thing I was thinking about is that if if The Rock is going to fight Roman Reigns, he has to win the Royal Rumble. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Unless they separate the titles. <clears throat> I mean, I would like to see The Rock do the Royal Rumble again, but I don't think he would do it. I think he would just come back and immediately be like, I want a title shot, and they'd give it to him. Yeah. Just like what happened with Jake Paul. You know, I want a title shot, and they gave it to him. And Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You know, you don't have to earn shit like this anymore. You just get it. And Goldberg. <sighs> I'm gonna forgive you for that. You just stop saying his name. He's coming back. Brock Lesnar can come back. So can he. I'm gonna forgive you, son. <laughs> he, for you to stop saying his damn name. I'm not. He's lurking in the corner somewhere. He's he's just waiting. Yeah. He's waiting for like 
Roman, I don't know. He's writing for, like, someone's title. He'll be back. <laughs> what else you got at Wrestling Boy? Um, I think I think that's everything. Uh, well, no, no, no. Well, I guess Bianca Blair still has her title. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I haven't really been following the women's stuff that much. Um, I just know Liv Morgan's going crazy and... Meh. I mean, I've seen that kind of. I've seen that look before on plenty of other wrestlers. It's the same gimmick I've seen. I don't know if she can sit there and do it any better than AJ Lee. If she can do it any better than freaking Lita. If she can do it any better than Trish Stratus. I mean, people, people have done the same shtick, you know, of being crazy all of a sudden, enjoying the pain. And I'm sure there's going to be a super long monologue of why she's, you know, crazy or that she likes the pain or whatever the hell. I do like the fact that on SmackDown she did sit there and you know she uh, did a suplex onto uh, a, a, a pile of chairs. I thought that was pretty cool. You oh, know, all right, yeah, you know, so fine, whatever. You know, you keep doing stuff like that, but I don't buy it for a second that she's crazy. I just don't feel it from her. Maybe it's her acting. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know what I'm looking for with her. I think she's highly talented, but I don't know what I'm looking for with her, and I just haven't seen it yet. So, What about for Ronda Rousey? I mean, Ronda Rousey's made for being a freaking heel. She should have been a heel. She should never be a fucking face. Everybody knows that she was a heel when she was in UFC. She's a heel everywhere she goes. I don't know why she kept trying to be a face, but she is known as a heel. That's what she should have been. Just like Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair should never be a freaking face because she's better as a heel. If she comes out as a face, then it's going to be like, why are you a face? We don't even freaking buy this because we've seen all the shit you've done. Okay, the Randy Orton thing, when he became face, you know, he had time to bond with Matt Riddle. We got to see his freaking face turn over the years because he was a heel before that. Yeah, like he like he had just set the fiend on fire before he that. He just set the fiend on fire. And I was like, okay, so how is he going to be a good <coughs> guy? And we're like, okay. You know, so... I'm cool with Randy Orton doing it because of the progression, but, you know, I don't like the whole, like, I'm a bad guy, now I'm good all of a sudden, or I'm a good guy, now I'm bad all of a sudden. You know, I want to see, like, the progression. Like, what what happened with Dominic Mysterio? Like, he slowly turned bad. He slowly turned bad, and now he's like, holy shit. I think Roman Reigns, like, hit the way his heel turn works, he showed up and he was just bad. Yeah, which, that, they were, they... It was a breath of fresh air because of how we had seen Roman Reigns this entire time. So I think, like, that's one of the exceptions where it works when we're just tired of the good guy. Yeah, but, like, seeing a person slowly progress into being the bad guy is one thing. Because Ronda Rousey came back after losing Liv Morgan the second time. And, you know, she was still a freaking face the entire time that she was doing this. Mm-hmm. So, it for me... It was like, oh, she's still a good guy. Then somewhere during that match, she tried to do this double heel turn crap where somehow Liv Morgan, who was also supposed to be the face but somehow was a heel, turned more of a face because she smiled when she was getting knocked out. <laughs> you know, okay. Which is fine. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, you know, I've seen this kind of thing before, you know, and I, I've seen it done better. <laughs> okay. So unless she's got something new to show me, I could give couldn't give less of a shit, you know. And Ronda Rousey, she's a heel. Let her be heel. Let her do bad things. I'm fine with that. I guess there's only I guess I wonder if they ever let her fight Shayna Baszler. I don't even know where Shayna Baszler went. I don't know where she's been. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm sure if they want her, she'll show up. She's not. I don't know if she's really a Vince McMahon project or not. I mean, the way he treated her. 
she should have been champion many times already. I think she's Triple H. She, she probably is a Triple H project. She should have been on freaking, you know, a champion many times by now. Yeah. And she should be a vicious heel as well. I think that she, that just plays better for her. Yeah. You know, so, but whatever. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Maybe she'll come back and she'll challenge somebody for something and actually win and be able to be champion for a while. What else you got for me, son? Well, so, I don't know if it's just me, but Sheamus has been pretty good lately. I like him. I was like, yeah. I got nothing further to add on to that because he's been great. It's like I... I, at first, I wasn't into like his whole uh, group. I guess the the I don't know the, the brawling brutes. Yeah, the brawling brutes, but they grow. They grew on me, so I'm like, I'm in. Anytime they have a tag match, I'm in. I'm in. I'm like, fine. They're fighting the bloodline right now, and I'm like, I'm in. Maybe they'll end up losing the titles to them because of uh, what's going on between Jay Uso and uh, uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, just the layers of these stories is fantastic. I think what I like about the <clears throat> bloodline story and some of the other stories going on is that like like ray mysterio he's like on smackdown trying to fight gunther but the you just know that the um the judgment day is in the background and they're coming for him eventually they're back there but they're dealing with the aos or the ac oc whatever the fuck they're called aj styles's group i think it's the oc yeah so yeah i guess they're the the club is what he keeps calling them. i've never been a fan of the i've never been a fan of that group so they're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> they, they're just another group. I, I, I know that people like them, and I'm glad that you like them, but they're not for me. Is it, I know The last time I saw them, the Undertaker tombstone one of them on a roof and threw the other one. <laughs> yeah. And then he, and then he like, whatever he threw him off of just burst into flames. And I was like, uh, I think he's dead. And I never saw them again. They, they've been gone, you know. I'm and like, oh, so you survived that. I don't hate these guys. They're fine wrestlers. I don't hate them. It's just they're not for me. You know, and I've never really liked their group. I've never liked anything about them. I liked Luke Gallows when he was freaking part of the Straight Edge Society. I liked, uh, uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, uh, I Carl it. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Carl Anderson was in Straight Edge. Luke Gallows, I don't know. One of them was in Straight Edge. The other one was part was with Johnny. Uh, uh, Morrison? Yeah, John Morrison. And they were they were called Eminem, you know. Um before one of them got before that dude got his face blasted open by a ladder. Look up that video when you when you when you get bored, Jay. Oh, I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, his face was blasted by a ladder. That was amazing. I mean, I, I bet it hurt like a son of a bitch from the way he was uh, jumping around all over the place, you know. But shit, and like that was done in Vince McMahon's under Vince McMahon's eye. So was that ruthless aggression or was that PG? I want to say it was like just. Before PG was becoming a thing, I'm like, pretty sure that was like 2007. I don't remember, but I know PG was just becoming a thing. It was when just that before happened. We got Rainbow Cena. Yeah, I mean, he his face was blown the fuck up. So, <laughs> um, but uh, that's all I got about wrestling. What about you, son? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, well, when we come back, we are going to talk about this movie. And what's it called, son? Batman and Robin. And we're back. What? <laughs> what? You don't like it? 
Do you not like when I do that? Do you hate when I do that? No. I'm just confused. About what? I don't know. It's like, I thought they just going to be like, and we're back. When you just started, like, it went on longer than I thought it would. <laughs> You're just sitting there giving me a look, just like, what? what, what is he? what is he looking at? We got to talk about this movie, boy. Tell me what this movie is called, son. Uh, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin! 1997 is when this thing came out. I saw this in theaters with my brother when it came out. Now, you know, this is one of the times you can say, I'm glad I wasn't alive during the time this came out. <laughs> look, okay, look. <laughs> at this time, Batman fever was at an all-time high. We had the TV show. We had the movies. You know, uh, there were video games that were out. They weren't good. Okay? No Arkham-like. No, nothing. Nothing that crazy was out there like that. But, like, people were loving on on Batman. It was a great time to be a Batman fan. Um, I mean, I, w- I won't get into the uh, the uh, the Batman uh, Forever video game. That pile of garbage. <laughs> it was a pile of garbage. Um, Not quite <clears throat> Arkham. No. Like I said, I saw this in theaters when it came out in 97, okay? <laughs> I was all about this movie uh, before I saw it. Oh. Okay. 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 okay, okay. <laughs> now, this flick, it made $238 million in 1997 money. That would be about $439 million today. So... It never cracked a billion dollars. And we're going to get into the reasons why. I'm going to tell you why that happened. This movie was mostly an all-star cast. Um. You understand what I'm saying? All these people, except for maybe Chris O'Donnell, um, were big-time stars. Yeah, I recognized Arnold. Yeah. I mean, like, I had never seen Arnold Schwarzenegger bald in a movie, I don't think since, before or since. So this is after Terminator, right? Oh, this is way after Terminator. Okay. After Terminator 2, but not before Terminator 3. Oh, Because so. <laughs> for some reason, they release sequels to those movies, like, you know, like once every decade. It just seems like I've seen, like, almost every Terminator. And, I mean, he's, he's like the one constant, though. Yeah. Even if it's bad or if it's good and... He has a, a an appearance in every single one of them, so you know, it's cool, whatever. But uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't think at this point had ever been bigger. You know, like he was just like on top of the world. So he was at the rocks level today. I would say yeah. I would say yeah. The more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think he was because like he was everywhere. He was the action superstar everywhere. You know, and uh, before before the du- Johnson, before Rock the Dwayne Johnson, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it was him. There was Arnold. Yeah. So let's get into this movie, boy. Okay. <laughs> this the WB symbol shows up and it turns into a frosty bat symbol, <laughs> and then Arnold Schwarzenegger's name comes before George Clooney who is playing the Batman. So that'll let you know that it's the villain who's more um, 
more in tune here. Now, the last time I think that happened was when Jack Nicholson's name was mentioned before Michael Keaton in the original Batman. Yeah. And now Arnold Schwarzenegger is here, and he's a bigger star than George Clooney, who I think, I think this was George Clooney's first movie. <laughs> okay. He got to be Batman. I mean, yeah. Look, I don't give a shit how bad the movie is. If I get to play Batman, I can't, I'm black. But if I got to play Batman in a movie, I don't give a shit how shitty it is. I'm going to show up for work early, every day. I mean, you could always play Batwing. Or whatever that guy's name is. I think I'm too old to play any to play Batwing. I think Batwing is probably like closer to your age. <laughs> 17, 18-ish. You know, I think Batman <laughs> is closer to mine. Um but anyways, uh, after the after the opening credit scene happens, uh, we get the dynamic duo suiting up in front of uh, the most toy-looking Batmobile I have ever seen. <laughs> and then Robin makes a joke about wanting a car because Val Kilmer in the last movie said chicks dig the car. And I'm sure they would dig the car, but I don't know if there's any girl out there you know, no matter how rich you are, who would want to sit in the Batmobile and go on a date. Maybe I'm completely wrong and reading this completely incorrectly, but if I saw that fucking car pull up, <laughs> he was like, get in. <laughs> you know, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, I don't know if I could get in that. But then, this is why Superman works alone. Yeah, Superman. <laughs> Superman. I'm like, he's here? Superman is in this universe? It's like, there's a reason he didn't fly to Gotham City. He should have flown to Gotham City plenty of times. Because he protects the world. Not just Metropolis. The world. I don't know what this Superman's doing. I mean... I don't know. So, Batman, who's being, once again, played by George Clooney, drives somewhere. Okay. He doesn't even know where he's going. He's just leaving. Now, I have to assume maybe he's just going on patrol. Maybe he's going on patrol, son. I hope I hope so because he just, dry, he just leaves. He and, just leaves and, and Robin then, goes with then him. Then Robin follows him in his Robin cycle. Like, okay. we're just going somewhere. Cool. You know, and then Commissioner Gordon FaceTimes him while he's driving. <laughs> Look, son, this is the 90s. We didn't have video chatting at the time, okay? <laughs> so we didn't know the dangers of driving under the influence of a, of a screen. So, it obviously, Batman knows what he's doing, right? Driving with a screen on him? Yeah. You know, with a wide-open Batmobile? You know, he might as well be driving a motorcycle, if if I'm honest. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. Gordon tells Batman about Mr. Freeze and what he does. And here's where I have an issue, son. Oh, you, oh, you, <laughs> you have an issue? Yeah. Commissioner Gordon is talking to Batman about Mr. Freeze like Mr. Freeze hasn't been out there doing stuff. Because when we do see Mr. Freeze, once again played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, he's at a museum. And Mr. Freeze has like a dozen or so giant diamonds that he, I have to assume, that he's stolen. Yeah. Okay. So why is Gordon telling Freeze about Bat or... Why is Gordon telling Batman about Freeze? He's been doing this this entire time. He has a dozen freaking giant diamonds. 
He got them all today. Just today. Just today. A dozen giant diamonds. And Batman's like, Mr. Freeze, huh? <laughs> like, you don't know this son of a bitch? See, I know when I first saw that, like, I I unintentionally laughed because the way Batman just slides in. He's like, hey, Freeze, I'm Batman. It's just like, not even trying to change his voice. Hi, Freeze, I'm Batman. Like, you're fucking Bruce Wayne, you piece of shit. I know that voice. Okay. Uh, and then Robin comes in later and is like, his 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 motorcycle jumps through I'm assuming a concrete wall and leaves a perfect Robin symbol when he comes through it. In a motorcycle. Now I'm like, okay. Are they trying to take this seriously or is this supposed to be a joke? Because it feels like they're trying to do both. Like they're trying to be serious but also be a joke at the same time. I can get behind one or the other, but I cannot get behind both at the same time. It's too much. So, uh, anyways, we end up having hockey players fighting our heroes. <laughs> Their skates come out of the boots, which I'm like, that's got to be uncomfortable. But whatever. And then we get, like, Batman and Robin just sliding around playing hockey. Playing hockey. I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I thought I'd only see in Fortnite. This is the kind of stuff I thought I would only see in, like, you know, the 1966 Batman show. <laughs> Okay, that's where I thought I'd see it. Okay, anyways, Freeze freezes a dinosaur statue, and he uses the pun. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, if you're waiting for the Freeze puns to stop after that one, no. I, I mean, you are... You are you are in for a world of hurt. Yeah, he's like the Iceman, Cometh, all that. There's like so many. Yeah. So he takes off on a rocket ship that he just has. You know. <laughs> all right. It was his plan the whole time. Yeah, I'm gonna steal a giant diamond, which they're playing hockey with, and I'm just gonna take off in this rocket ship that I just brought with me to go into space, which is going into space. Okay. I guess because the movie logic is that he's Mr. Freeze. He can survive the cold, even the cold of space. Yeah, but he he needs oxygen, and it does get weak up there. Yeah. (laughs) But we're not. We're just going to go ahead and ignore that. Yeah. So Batman has infiltrated the ship, and Freeze, you know, starts taking him. But Robin sees the ship is taken off, so what does he do? He freaking hits, hits a grappling gun and, you know, ignores all the other bad guys and just gets onto the side of the ship. Yep. Okay, fine. The bad guys, they, they managed to get away. They're going to go back to the hideout, whatever. So the ship is going up and up and up into the freaking, you know, stratosphere and, and beyond. <laughs> and Robin's just climbing in outside. Just alive. He can breathe. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Just alive. So, of course, you know, uh, turns out that this, um, this rocket is actually a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, why not? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this rocket is a bomb and will supposedly kill half of Gotham. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, wow. This guy's scary. Yeah. 
So Robin saves Batman. That's fine. And then they air surf down to Mr. Freeze. And Mr. Freeze turns into, like, Killer Moth and flies out. Well, he has wings on the back of his suit, which is fine. I would expect him to have that plan. If I'm going to bring a rocket, I better have wings on the, side, on the back of my freaking, you know, costume so that I can freaking glide down to Earth. They guess like these goggles. I mean, I know what, they're, I know what it's supposed to do, but it just, it just looks funny. It looks goofy as all hell. And then, and then somehow Batman and Robin use doors as like surfboard. The doors of the rocket as surfboards, like they're flying yeah. They the were air. air surfing the entire time, which air surfing at the time was a thing. Yeah. Okay, so I understand of the times air surfing was a thing, but this is Batman and Robin doing it, chasing after Mister Freeze in a and, butterfly suit. In a well, it it I I I find it real hard to to doubt what you're saying, son. <laughs> it looks like a butterfly suit. Okay. Anyways, they managed to land under stupid, stupid and goofy circumstances. That rocket exploded in the air, which so nothing happens, I guess. No EMP after that. Whatever. They chase uh, Mister Freeze through a series of doors, <laughs> just and, randomly there. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when they finally get to the last door, uh, Robin charges after Mister Freeze, and he gets frozen. It, it looks funny. Yeah. Well, what? What what bothers me is that okay, so Batman does let Batman does let Freeze get away, so he saves Robin. But I'm thinking like, okay, Mr. Freeze said that you have eleven minutes to save the boy. How do you know it's eleven minutes? Like, is there a lot of trial and error? You froze the person immediately, so that means all their cells are frozen, right? Yeah. Everything on them is frozen. And you apparently have eleven minutes. I mean I don't only thing I know that can kind of survive something like that being flash frozen is vegetables, you know, but this human being, everything was frozen solid and you have 11 minutes to save him. How do you know about the 11 minutes? How'd you figure that out when you thought somebody, did you like, Oh, he freaking died after 11 minutes. I don't know how we know that. We, we know. <laughs> yeah. We just know. Anyways. I mean, I mean, and I guess he melts Robin. It looks kind of funny, but <laughs> <laughs> cut to poison ivy who's being played by uma thurman and uh, she's basically uh paying attention to john glover's character his character's name is actually the floronic man he's not lionel luther this time no not here it's funny is that something i just thought about is that this movie is the first time i've seen mr freeze and poison ivy ever so, <laughs> so after so this is your way in, huh? This is my way in. <laughs> so I see Mr. Freeze in the butterfly suit, and I'm like, so that's a Mr. So that's Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got all, right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm I'm stepping in what you're shitting. All right, I got you. Then I see Poison Ivy, and I'm like, so that's Poison Ivy. That's all right. her, okay, so this is her origin story. This is this is canon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, her canon origin story. Yeah, yeah, you know. So she was being nosy and not not minding her own damn business, and she found out that Floronic Man, um, I'm just going to keep saying that because that's his character's name, uh, Floronic Man, has been uh, stealing her, uh, her experiments and stuff like that to create a serum called Venom that he is using on this one guy called Bane. And I was like, okay, so that's where Bane came from. Like, that's how he did it. Yeah, it's canon. 
It's like, okay, yeah, so, we got it. so so Bane was just in Poison Ivy's garden, and then he breaks Batman's back later. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah that, that, that guy. That's the guy. You know, so, you know, Bane was being played by, I guess he was a, a strong man of the time, named Robert Swenson. Um, and this is his origin story for this movie. Uh, <laughs> and Poison Ivy sees what's going on, so therefore she tries to get away, but she makes too much noise, so the Floronic Man comes out and he kills her. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Okay. Throws her into a, a, a hole. And then... And snakes and other things fall in there with her. He like She, like, drops a table on her and it doesn't break. He drops a table on her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my thing was is that Ivy met Floronic Man. And they were scientists working on something for Wayne Enterprises. And I'm like, did you not see how crazy this guy was from the second you met him? Like, she, for all intents and purposes, is trying to be professional, right? But he is freaking crazy. And I'm like, you didn't see this? <laughs> Look, it's... <laughs> Anyways. First time seeing Poison Ivy, and I thought, oh, she's just naive is all. Yeah, that's what it is. So, we learn Mr. Freeze's backstory. It turns out, apparently, to show off the reason why he has so many muscles or why he's that freaking big is because he was a decathlete. Okay, that's 10 exercises, or exercises? That's not the right word. 10 events, one after another, that he does. Apparently, he just does this. So when he's, you know, when he's off doing his, you know, his, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, his scientist stuff, if you can believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger's a scientist, he you knows. know. <laughs> um, he also does decathlons as well. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's It's... I don't care. <laughs> so, um, we learn more about the relationship between Bruce and Alfred. I mean, this is fine. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if we passed the scene yet, but there was a scene where Mr. Freeze was in his hideout. And he's like, sing, sing. Oh, that was much later. Yeah, he was, he was like, he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 wait. I need you to hold the fuck on i thought this guy couldn't survive being you know in any particular temperature that wasn't you know above or below freezing he just started smoking a cigar whatever so back to poison ivy she apparently wakes up um and she immediately knows that she has powers she's like <laughs> just i got this happened to my skin this happened to my blood and my lips are filled with poison and i'm like how the fuck do you know that already me as young i was like oh so that's that's her powers okay. like is this this movie trying to take itself seriously but not seriously at the same time it's it's like i wrote this <coughs> oh god you suck <laughs> <laughs> we learned that freeze uh, look i'm gonna try to be as calm about this as possible <laughs> we learned that freeze his master plan is to gather giant diamonds to freeze Gotham, to ransom Gotham for billions to find a cure for his wife, Nora. Okay? That's what he said. All right. But he has a dozen giant diamonds already. Why can't he sell the giant diamonds? Okay? That he obviously is easily able to get because he has a fucking dozen of them. Okay? Look, it's to gather money? To find a cure for his wife? Look, he, he's a scientist. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, 
He made a rocket. The rocket was going to destroy half of Gotham. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna he's gonna ransom the city for money at the beginning of the movie. He I don't understand the plan here. You already have the diamonds that you could just sell. And he didn't do that. Instead he's gonna have a rocket they took off to destroy half of Gotham. But at this point he could sell the ice gun too. He could sell everything. <sighs> Anyways, you meet uh Barbara Pennyworth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so this movie gets better because you thought she's that. being played by Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. You know, which, look, I saw Clueless. Not in theaters, but I saw it. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm clueless about that. Yeah, you are. Because they had a TV show after that, too. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't think she was in it, but I don't remember. Anyways, she likes to sneak out. And, you know, ride motorcycles for an attempt to get money to stop, you know, Alfred from serving Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I don't I don't care. This really could have been thrown away. I did not need this at all. But we got to have Batgirl, right? Yeah. And Batman and Robin. Batgirl needs to be in the movie titled Batman and Robin. You know, the movie where Robin is wearing a Nightwing costume with a cape? That movie. And they still have nipples. <laughs> That's not going anywhere. <laughs> How come Batgirl's suit didn't get nipples? I mean, did it get nipples? No. I don't think it got nipples. Anyway, son. <laughs> so, <sighs> Ivy and Bane, who apparently can drive as Bane... No, I just thought, you know, Bane's pretty... Well, because he used to tell me, Bane's pretty smart. And when I watched this, I'm like, oh, yeah, he is. He can drive. He can drive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's how he's so smart, because he can drive, <laughs> according to you, son. Yeah. I don't know why Bane's even listening to Ivy, but whatever. Um, so... Like, it's the first time I've seen Bane. I'm like, I think he just he's just with Poison Ivy, isn't he's he? He's just with her. <laughs> they go to Bruce Wayne's observatory because he's making an opening for this observatory. Um, I guess it's new, and when you see this freaking thing, I'll put it in the video, but it's like just it's like a, a magnifying glass being held by two giant guys, and that's the observatory, but whatever. You know, it's... <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the architecture, architect... The, the architecting in this movie. I don't know how to say it. Is it architecture? I guess that's the right word. Yeah, I think so. It's all over this freaking movie. I'm like, that's impossible. How would you get up there? It doesn't matter, okay? What what really matters is that this is Batman and Robin. Anything's possible. I guess. So she wants to meet Bruce Wayne to tell him to stop polluting the world because it's just him, right? Yeah, she's like, it's you, man. <clears throat> Look. Yo, global, man. <laughs> at the time in, in the 90s, <laughs> at the time in the 90s, global warming was thought of as a joke. <laughs> that look, you grew up in a time, son, where it wasn't a joke. I mean, okay. Talk about today, for example, the weather was off. Well, I mean, it is October. Uh, uh, this is exactly the weather we should be having. But at the time, during the 1997 time, 
people were talking about global warming. Like, you know, I remember there was like a hole in the ozone. I don't, we don't even talk about that anymore. Look, it's, 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 it's a problem up there. Yeah, but it wasn't an issue back then in the 90s. Nobody gave two shits. I'm just like, eh, so what? There's a hole there. No one cares, bro. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Like, I'm still here. So when Bruce Wayne tells Pamela people come first on the planet, it made sense at the time. Yeah. You know, we didn't have seven billion people or seven and a half billion people on the planet, okay? I think we had like three. I don't know. I don't know. Don't don't quote me. I don't know. I'm I'm an idiot. Don't 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 Can I quote that? You can try. <laughs> you know. I'm an idiot. Quote gentleman jug. <laughs> <laughs> uh in an attempt to draw Freeze out to capture him, Batman decides he's going to host an auction. Uh, for Mr. Freeze with the Wayne Diamonds to lure Freeze out to come and get them. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Wayne Diamonds with Batman. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So. Nothing suspicious. It's a charity. The idea is that, you know, the money's going to go to whatever Bruce Wayne has as a charity. And the girls come out and they're named after plants, you know, because fine, whatever. <laughs> we don't know that Poison Ivy exists, but, well, you know. I guess they don't know. They don't know. But anyways, Poison Ivy comes out and shows up. She's not supposed to be there. There's like some bear outfit or something. And yeah. I remember watching this and I'm like, so is this how she makes her entrance every time? She uses the bear outfit? No, just here. But I don't understand because like she's not supposed to be here. She wasn't at any of the rehearsals. They have rehearsed music and, you know, a choreography dance. And I'm like, what is what is all this? I have to say, though... <laughs> This movie kind of makes me just <laughs> cringe. She has fairy dust that that makes Batman and Robin obsess over her. You know they and they. I, I started laughing. I was like, "This is I don't remember this." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when was this? This fairy dust now? And like he's on Commissioner Gorge. Like, no, not you, not you. Get out of here. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Robin argue over who gets to date her. You know, and <laughs> then we get the best scene in Batman movies. Batman has the Bat credit card, which I'm like, it's got to be tied to Bruce Wayne. He's like, never leave the cave without it. it. It's the stupidest line ever. And I, when I saw this in the theaters, I remember nobody laughed. Like, not a single person laughed at the joke. And I was too young to know what credit cards were, so I had no clue what that was. <laughs> Usually when something's so bad, I laugh, but this is so bad, I can't even laugh. I had no, I, I don't think my brain could process what was on screen. At the time, and even here, when I saw it here, I was like, this is even more not funny. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to tell you. Somebody save me from this scene. Well, Mr. Freeze does. He shows up, and he just starts getting diamonds and beating up bad guys, because Arnold Schwarzenegger has to beat up bad guys. And saying puns. He's like, cool party, chill. <laughs> the Iceman cometh again, <laughs> I guess. Uh, whatever. So He's like, cool off. I know, chill. um so and then i guess poison ivy tries her fairy dust on him and he's like you got the warm touch you got the what the warm touch the warm touch yeah he said something like that no he said it doesn't work on the cold hearted where the hell are you coming you just made up a line (laughs) so uh there's a car chase that happens mr freeze is driving his car 
um, with his two goons, and it Robin looks- chases him, and it, it looks cool because of where they're going. I mean, it looks like Gru's vehicle from Despicable Me. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like, just, you know, silver and, and, and white. Yeah. But whatever, you know. Batman doesn't trust Robin because of reasons, and so he won't let Robin also make the jump. And so he stops him. He stops him, and Robin screams like a little bitch, and then Batman jumps, and he actually catches Freeze. And I'm like, okay, fine, cool, movie's over. No. No. Forgot about Bane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we go to Arkham, and Freeze is so cool. Uh, (laughs) Look, okay, look. I wrote it in my notes. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> he gets his own wing of Arkham, and it has a cold beam that only run. That's like it's like maybe like a good eight feet wide, I guess. And like, like you can't survive outside of it. So, <coughs> what does our scientist do? He immediately runs out of the cold beam. And then he's like, he's like, like, you didn't know this was going to happen. You've never felt this before. He's like, what's happening to me? I don't get it. I'm burning up. I, 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 how did you survive this long, dude? Uh, One of the things that always bothered me about the character, Mr. Freeze, is that he can't survive in temperatures that are above freezing. Okay. But he had to be able to build his costume, right? Yeah. Well, I mean. A bunch of stuff. Wait, was he building it in a freezer? I would have to assume. They said like he was like whatever room he got trapped in had the chemicals and stuff. He was just in that room stuck, and he just had he just got lucky enough to have all the materials he needed right there to build a suit and just be and just have it, and even build an ice gun. Yeah, like, all that shit, all in one room, yeah. Yeah, so you know, there you go. So Ivy decides that she wants Freeze to be her partner, and this was this was part of the trend at the time. You know, you would have a villain and they have to work with another villain. It was just part of the trend. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I hated it. It was stupid, but that's just what they did at the time. Yeah. You know, so this is why we have to have five freaking stars in a movie. Stars. Like, they're the main ones. Yeah, it's funny is that the way that Bane comes in with Freeze's stuff. Well, that's much later. But right now, Barbara, she steals another bike. And Robin follows. And then they go to some place where we get to meet Coolio. Rest in peace, Coolio. Um, and he just died. I don't know what to tell you. I got to say something. He was here in this movie. And uh, he fires a flare to start the race and whatever. You know, uh, hijinks happen. And somehow Barbara ends up losing one of Bruce Wayne's motorcycles over a freaking cliff or some shit. And the best thing is they <clears> like <throat> the joke how Robin had to wear a red hood. <laughs> Yeah, a red hood mask, basically. I mean, it was like it's supposed to be Robin mask, so, but it's 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 clearly red hood. So in this movie, Robin has to wear a Nightwing costume with a cape and then wear a red hood while on a motorcycle. I don't think the red hood even existed at this time, though. Oh, he didn't. No, this is ninety-seven. What about the Joker's version of the red hood? He he would have had to because Alan Moore would have already written the Killing Joke a long time ago. But the red hood as a character did not exist with Jason Todd. It's just one of those crazy coincidences <laughs> where a Robin was wearing a red hood motorcycle helmet. <laughs> That's just how it was. Maybe they got their inspiration on how to make his costume from this movie. I, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, because it, 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 it looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> so Freeze is busy crafting an, an ice sculpture. 
in Arkham. Yeah. Um, with just stuff. He just there's some ice in the cold area, so he just you know he grabs, breaks like, some ice off and gets a piece of like some other thing and breaks a freaking old timey alarm clock. And I'm like, really, dude? And he just makes it like just makes the most perfect ice sculpture. And the officer, like the guards, just stand there and watch him do they it. They watched him the whole time just do this. Like oh, and they're like they didn't even wrap. They're like yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, you know it's cool. So anyways, uh, while he's doing this, uh, Poison Ivy decides to break him out after Bane pulls a guy through a brick wall. Sure, okay. I mean, yeah, maybe there's a window behind it, but it's still a brick wall that he went through, mostly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so they, they, they break him out, and Freeze ends up going back to his hideout where <laughs> Batman and Robin and the police are. Yeah, and Bane decides to, like, get a, like, a grocery cart. That's what it looked like to me. And he's just rubbing through everyone, like, ah, ah, ah. <clears throat> well, they gotta let Bane, you know, do something, right? He can't just not be there. I guess, but it's just so funny to watch that Bane, and you go to the Dark Knight Rises and see that Bane, you're like, huh. These are two different Banes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first one I saw. Ivy once again uses her dust to confuse the dynamic duo, and for whatever reason, you know, they know what the problem is, but yet they are still enamored by Poison Ivy that they are upset with each other still. And even though Bane somehow, you know, what well, I'm not going to say Bane, Batman somehow flips over Bane, somehow has super strength. He's like, all right, Super Cena. You know, that's pretty much what it is. He, he gave him an AA off the freaking top rope. <laughs> so <he did. laughs> you super know. Cena. And then they decide to sit there and freaking, you know, Batman and Robin decide to fight. They're mad at each other. So what does Batman do? He throws Robin into a vat of chemicals. Like, did you think he wasn't going to turn to the Joker, you son of a bitch? He didn't turn to the Joker. I, I, I think I have to get that out. It's just funny that for Bane, he like, I mean, he throws him, but he just kind of just throws him on the ground. But his Robin is his sidekick. He's like, all right, you're going in the chemicals that are dangerous. Yeah. You're like, Ho- hope you don't die. I mean, we don't know what's in there. He didn't know what was in there. He just threw him in there. He just threw him in. At the same time as this is going on, Robin, not Robin, uh, Poison Ivy is walking past Nora's body. And he, she just unplugs her. And then she tells Freeze immediately, and he just believes her. You know? It's like, man, yeah, Mr. Freeze, you know, he's really showing how smart he is. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he, so he avows revenge and says, you know, we're going to work together to, to, to freeze Gotham, and then we'll repopulate it with plants. Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Because, you know, plants work off of ice. Adam and evil. Ugh. I, I, I'm sorry, I had to subject y'all to that. That's what they that's what they said in this movie. Okay. So anyway, uh Yeah, or it's a jungle in here. No. Al- Alfred and it, Alfred is dying of a disease called McGregor syndrome, stage one, but Nora is somehow dying of stage four, which makes me wonder how does she live that long when Alfred's dying of stage one? How does she make it to stage four? But yeah, whatever. Alfred's at stage one, he looks like he's at stage seven if there is a stage seven but uh ivy ends up tricking batman into into i'm sorry gordon into telling her where the bat symbol is and so she goes to get it because she knows robin wants a robin symbol in the sky which in all honesty should just be a giant r but uh he's like i'll put a bird i'll put the nightwing symbol up there um i guess whoever wrote this movie really likes clearly wish they had nightwing (laughs) That's what they wanted. They wanted Nightwing in this movie, you know. So, anyways, we're getting to the third act here. 
Oh, now we are. <laughs> yeah, now we are. So Robin's going to go meet Ivy, and somehow, because of them fighting back and forth, they're going to figure out exactly uh, what what Ivy is doing. All Robin wants to do is be a partner, and instead of a instead of a uh, uh, being commanded. So, which for me, you know, I'm like, when Robin says, you know, I want a Robin signal in the sky, I'm like, who the fuck is going to fund that? You, Dick? Okay, who's going to fund that? Is it going to be Batman who's going to do it? Like, how are you going to pay? Like, you sat there and raised the auction price of Poison Ivy against Bruce Wayne. Okay? And you failed. Okay, you sat there. No, he, he raised the price for no reason. Yeah. You got one million, two million. You ain't got that money. Three million. I'll get it from you. Four million. I'm like, dude, you're spending his money and making him raise the price. Like, look, asshole, you live under my house and in my roof. I'm only spending one million dollars on this bitch because you ain't got that kind of money. You can move out my house today and you won't have anything. Quit being an asshole. You're gonna sit there and freaking have a robin symbol in the sky. Who's gonna pay for that? Okay. Quit being a dickhole. Robin is going to go to point uh, to to Ivy's lair, wherever the fuck it was. Yeah. And uh, Freeze and Bane decide to go to the Gotham Observatory because they're going to use that telescope to freeze Gotham, I guess. And while this is going on, you know, uh, Bane sets up some bombs, and then Barbara figures out that Batman is Bruce Wayne and Robin is dick grayson and somehow manages to get into the bat cave because alfred left her a cd well he left her a cd which is fine because he was trying to get another pennyworth to take care of batman and robin because he knew he was dying okay i get that but then she hacks in which you know they never said that she couldn't do that so she did it but then how did she get into the bat cave how did she even know it was there (laughs) did the cd have that information it probably did Right, hey, go through this random door, type in these buttons, and you're just in the Batcave. But they didn't show none of that. She's just in there. Yeah. And then Alfred's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I made this suit, by the way, too, because I knew you were coming. Yeah, I knew you were going to break in here sooner or later, so I made you a suit, and uh, it doesn't have nipples on it because I didn't think that was that's what you wanted. So, you know, hey, put this on and then go on and fight Poison Ivy because you know where she is, right? Yeah. <laughs> just follow the symbol in the sky that I don't even know about either. Yeah, follow that random Robin signal in the sky. Cool. Anyways, Robin meets Ivy and he kisses her. But wait, he's got rubber lips. and I'm immune to your charms. Yeah, so <laughs> there's no poison here. He's beaten her because she told him the whole entire plan. You know, because villains are stupid. <laughs> so since, uh, since Batman can't beat you know, Poison Ivy, and Robin can't beat Poison Ivy, guess who comes in? Batgirl. She can beat Poison Ivy. And she kicks Poison Ivy's ass into a giant plant, which Poison Ivy should be able to control, but she can't. She's like, oh no, I can't control it. Ah." And then they just leave. They're like, she's no threat. Yeah, she's no threat anymore. Her, Her plant got her, so we can just leave, all three of us. We gotta hurry up and get to the freaking... Uh, 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 Gotham Observatory because Freeze is going to freaking freeze the whole... Impl- but you know what we're going to do first? Change some suits. We got to change our suits, man. We got to go home and we got to get some more toys. And get our new cars, too. Yeah, you know, we got we got to do that first. Got to get the bat buggy. That's going to be in the Lego set. And and, and the, the bat uh, swamp fan thing. 
that's yeah, that's, gonna, that's gonna be in there too. It's gonna be in the Lego set. Yeah, we got to get all this stuff, you know. And so they get it, and it just looks outrageously goofy because this is literally new toys. These toys were probably being sold. I have to find pictures for them, I guess. I like how when they drive to go to the observatory, like for a while, when they're just, they're just three of them driving, like the streets are so empty. Well, yeah, like there's not even like there should be frozen cars here, right? Yeah, there's like, nothing. It's just it's like like where's the frozen people? I don't you don't see them. They're like people should be frozen. Ridiculous. So they get to fight Freeze and Bane at different intervals, and it's all goofy. I mean, when I saw them fight Bane, I was like, oh man, he's a real threat. He's the guy who broke Batman's back. I saw him get beat. I'm like, <coughs> Batman should have just pulled his tubes, man. That, that, that's what Robin and Batgirl did. They pulled his tubes, and then Batman fights Freeze. And of course, Batman and Freeze got to hurt each other, you know, because in the un- previous movies, Batman just doesn't get touched. He does the touching. You yeah. know? <laughs> he, 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 he. But Arnold Schwarzenegger's here, so he's got to get some shots on Batman. And then eventually, Batman freaking puts a, a heating pod underneath Freeze's armor somewhere. Like that's a good thing that I didn't kill him. Yeah, right. Because it should have killed him, but it didn't. It just, it just stopped him. He just didn't want to sit up anymore. And like when they turn on the the ray to melt everything, I just like our freeze is getting just cooked. He's like, <gasps> and then they're just nah. like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. No. Nah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And then they just go up to him and like he's just, but he's fine though. He's just still there. He's like, yeah, I'm still good, man. And yeah, I'm like, good. his eyes are like all white now. He's like, he looks like he looks like Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, just terrible looking time. So after the whole thing is over and Batman lets you know Batgirl do his job for him by saving the city of Gotham, and he goes to Mister Freeze and says, "Hey, can you help me save somebody's life who also has McGregor's?" syndrome stage one it's like yeah i got the cure like right here dog you know <laughs> he just pulls it out to my arm bro right here i keep it on me you just keep the cure on you sure why not okay you know like you were hitting me with this arm dude so you know whatever like mr freeze just gives it to him too he's like i mean i know we were fighting earlier man and it's fine he's like but you killed my wife he's like no nah, i didn't kill your wife because that was poison ivy because you know look i got this video of her from the angle that i was not even near to even get you know where i was i was stuck in a freaking tree <laughs> so how did i get this angle i don't know we're not gonna worry about that but hey here's the video because, of her of her confessing to killing freeze it's because i'm batman yeah so they go home and they give alfred the cure and he's just fine the next day. The next day, he just gets he's up. just He's just cool. He's like, all right, whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ivy's going to get beaten up by Freeze, sure, because they're cellmates, you know. And yeah. I like how Freeze has his suit now. He gets to have his suit back. He's not going to try to escape again, is he? I mean, I don't know. Now he's not like – it looks like a different suit for like a, like another toy. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And I'm like, but like Even though it's the same suit. Yeah, it's just that now he's got the butterfly goggles he had before in the rocket scene. A Freeze is coming. Whatever. I mean, first of all, why is Freeze and Ivy in the same cell? <laughs> you know, but whatever. We're not going to talk about that. And I, I guess does that means that they eventually went back and grabbed Ivy from her plant. They Somebody went and got her from her plant and put her in Arkham. But whatever. Um, I'm done with this movie. 
I mean, I was done with it by watching it the entire time. I was just like, is this movie going to be over? It's not that long. It really isn't. But so much happens in this movie, and it's just ridiculous. However, I was entertained. <laughs> okay? So, for me, let, let me let me get your score first, son. What do you got? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it... I mean, it, it is entertaining, though. So, And it is the first time that I did see... Um, Mr. Freeze, Bane, and Poison Ivy. So, I may have to give it a higher score than a 1. Okay. What are you giving it? Uh, I'm thinking like a 2. I'm giving it the lowest 2 that I can give it. It's the lowest 2, but it's there because this is how I knew who Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane were. And then, I thought that this was them for like the longest time. Like, oh, that's how they are. And then, you know, I see other stuff. I'm like, that's not right. Look, Joel Schumacher was trying something. And look, the movie made... It made money, okay? Um, but this movie also ended up putting a freeze. <laughs> Look, I'm trying not to do it, okay? <laughs> I'm trying not to do it. On It put a freeze on superhero movies for a good while, and the next movie that came out was Blade, okay? <laughs> was for a little while that there weren't superhero movies anymore. Okay. And then there wasn't another Batman movie until 2006. Yeah, I, I was there for that one. Yeah, you were alive at two years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's where it began for me. So it, it, gets, a, it gets a two from me. It takes a lot of effort to kill off Batman for a while. He's a popular character, son. Um, But look... I need you guys to do something for me. I, I need to get real close to this microphone. I need you guys to not kidnap somebody, but somehow mind control force them to watch more Gentleman Jug videos. Okay? Look, we, we, we're just doing this. Okay? I'm not making money from this. This is just for, for, for fun. Right? I'm just doing this to have a lot of fun. That's all it is. I just want to shit on movies all day. That's all I want to do. What about you, son? Yeah, it doesn't sure. matter what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Click the bells. All Everything all the other YouTubers tell you to do, I need you to do that. Okay. I need you to force other people to do it too. Use your mind control powers. I know that all 7 billion of you people on the planet have it, so do it. I only got 22 of these motherfuckers on here. <laughs> hey, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, for me, because I didn't have 22 a little while ago, but now I do. You know, so get on there, make people listen to this shit, and you know what? The next time that we come out here, we're going to do another movie, just like we always do. And I'm pretty sure this is one of the good ones. <laughs> It'll be available when it's ready. <laughs>